0: and welcome to Teacher Needs Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host, and I'm here to let you know that this is a not-safe-for-work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week and really the end of our ropes, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about teaching without having to worry about losing our jobs. So we'll be using aliases throughout the podcast. Now, I'd like to take a few moments just to tell some of my friends out there how much I love them, and these friends are my patrons because we have a Patreon that we, you know, let people subscribe to that helps support us, that helps cheer us on, and really it's grown into an amazing community, and all of these people, I I just love them, every single one, and some of them even more than others, it's crazy, but anyway, I want to name them off, because they're some of my favorites, so here's a big thank you to all of our patrons, starting with Nicole B, Shannon E, Helena C, Aaron B, Stephanie S, Maggie M, Texas Teacher Kristen, Miss Sunshine, Hattie F, James and Allie J, Jody D, Samantha D, Lisa C, Rachel, Tarina, Exhausted Band Director, Kimberly K, Kim K, Jessica A, Swift Lab Owners, Amanda F, Ariana L, Physics Runners. Steph Science Teach 17 Michael M William P Sarah O Aldrich D La Scorpionita Britt M Ironswine, Nicole No L R Teresa H Biker Teach Marsha M Christina B Miss Alabama Kristen B Jason F Amber H Abby B Sarah B Regina N Josie S Sam B Lucy P Mary E Jamie B Red Violin Kristen W Vanessa J Mary C RJR Kristen C Johanna H Space Panty Irma A., Nimi, Melissa M., and Sarah N. Thank you guys so much for supporting us. I love you all. If you want to have your name read off here, it's only as little as $5 $10 a month, and you get access to all kinds of great extra bonus features, because believe me, there are a lot of them. We have almost 95 or 96 special audio episodes that are only available on the Patreon. There's interviews with the host, lost episodes, and a lot of stuff that we record just for the Patreon. I think you guys would love it. Next, I want to thank our sponsor, Ludlam Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or you know one in your building, go to ludlamdramatics.com. They are the only place in the United States where you can get amazing theater resources for the classroom. Because if you go to the teacher store, there isn't jack shit for the theater teacher there. Only Ludlam Dramatics cares about you and loves you enough for you to you know to have the things you need. Wow, that sounds like an abusive boyfriend. I have to change that copy. Anyway, guys, I love you so much. I hope you're taking care of yourselves. The year is almost over. And really, just take deep breaths. Focus on the positive. If you can't find positive... Focus on just things you like, focus on a tree, focus on a plant, focus on your loved ones, your kids, focus on your dog, focus on clean sheets, focus on anything. Just remember, you are loved and you will get through this. And really, if your school sucks right now, it's a buyer's market. So if you're a teacher wanting a new job, there are so many openings out there right now. These schools want new teachers. So if you want to change a scene, this is the time to do it. All right, my friends, I hope you enjoy this. It's episode 134, Back to Our Prime. And it's a good one. I like it. There's a whole thing I had to chunk cut out for time because we recorded this live, but that's going to be on the Patreon. So anyway, guys, I love you. Kisses. Cheers. Enjoy. Will
1: you chant balls for me? <laughs> that's your favorite. It is. Balls, 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 <laughs> balls, 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 balls. And
0: welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. Woo-hoo! Really? I am... Elvis, your host, and today I am joined by some wonderful, beautiful people. First, let me talk about the most handsome guy here, Count Chocolate. I am so happy you are here, even though what you're up? old and over 40 now. You are a beautiful person.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we still counting chocolate blessings at 40 plus. It's, it's, it's a good time to be alive.
0: I'm glad you're alive. I'm glad you're here. I can't wait to see your face again. And That's then really I also want to thank the wonderful coach of mine who's helped me do all this amazing stuff, Miss Lady
3: Shatheed. Hey, everyone.
0: You are the best cheerleader around. I'm so appreciative of you, and I'm so appreciative of your husband for sharing you for all the phone calls you must make, so thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. And then also the podcast host who is second to no one and is enjoying Ooh. her freedom and is rocking it all, Miss Lucy Lane. Hey,
4: y'all. Hey, hey.
0: And last but not least, the saint of our show, Miss Bunny O'Hare.
1: Oh, we all in trouble if I'm the saint.
0: You are, though. So maybe we are in trouble. (laughs) We all in
2: trouble. 100% in trouble.
0: I mean, maybe Miss Bo Peep might be a little bit sweeter than you, but But, you're not jaded. I mean, you get the (laughs) snarl and you get the look sometimes, but you are not jaded, which is a great thing. And So that's great. I'm glad you guys are here. I woke up this morning. I don't know what happened. I didn't do anything crazy last night, but I just woke up feeling lovey and feeling mushy and just thinking of all my friends and all my family and all the supporters and just feeling really, just feeling it, just feeling very loved. And so I've been wanting to put that out. So I've been reaching out to friends today and loved ones and people I care about and letting them know how much I appreciate them and why. And even that made me feel even more, like, mushy and lovey. And so I'm just going to keep passing. Guys, I love you. All of you. So anyway, guys, I love you. And I appreciate what you guys do for the podcast so much. I look forward to hanging out with you guys and seeing you face-to-face very soon. And it just it makes me smile. It warms the cockles the <laughs> of my heart. And that's good because, man, these last two or three weeks of school are a fucking grind. And it's just... Ooh, it, it's something. I got an email from one of my principals today, and they were like, "Hey, there's only like 26 days of school left, or 23 days of school left." And I was like, "Oh yeah," I'm like, "Oh man, that means it's uh, it's time to like bust out like the end of year lessons, the things I keep in my back pocket for when I just have nothing else to do." And I just feel like I'm not ready. And the other half of that is I still feel like I'm just getting back from spring break. It's that weird time of year where it's, like, the fastest time of year and the slowest time of year. Like, you blink, you miss it, but then it's still going. And I have so much stuff that I was supposed to do after spring break and businesses to contact, line up summer gigs. Like, I have not lined up as much as I thought I had. Oh, shit. I'm going to be hustling. But I want to know about you guys. How are you doing right now? This is me. But, Count, what's going on with you? You turned 40. You had a lot of people force their love on you. What's going on?
2: I don't know if I really feel the forty. But I feel like I have 40 days of school left. And these days are the most stressful, not because of what it is I do or who I work for. It's because seniors have this thing called senioritis. And on top of that, some kids are just flat out lazy. And there's not a single parent I haven't communicated with at this point to be like, hey, your kid's in danger. Let's focus on this econ grade. What about government? Hey, English 4. All these things are necessary to graduate. And I really think that parents are just like, hey, just put my kid on stage. It's fine. He doesn't need to pass. And it's difficult. Like, I'm having some very tough conversations with parents. But I started them early. So, like, none of these are a surprise to anyone. Yeah. And uh, for the most part, you know, I've got admin support which is good, and teachers are on board, too. I'm like, hey, I reached out to the parent. They should be expecting a call from you. Like, just touch base, because no one needs a surprise two days before graduation. And, you know, Grandma Susie's on her way in from, like, (laughs) wine country, and she's flying in with, you know, her care package and her – you know, new boyfriend or something, and all these tickets are supposed to be coming in. You're not gonna get, we, we won't, we don't hand out graduation tickets if you're not graduating. Uh, we put them in a pile in a pool for extras for all the other kids. So it's stressful, but we have two weeks of testing because we also have end of year testing, and then we'll be able to breathe. Well, we're gonna have to have our normal people suck party. So
0: all those teachers can just get together once school is done, and we can just do shit like on a Tuesday during the day when everyone else is like working their jobs. And we're gonna rock it. Pick a day, I am there. I am so excited about am it. Am I it's just
4: kinda... not invited to this now?
0: Are Are you a normal person now?
4: Ooh, <laughs> did you Make become normal? normal? I'm kind of curious. What
0: is like? I know it's you're normal. I, well, it's normally to people who aren't teachers, and this was like our one big perk. But. Uh-huh. What's, uh, what are you going to be doing this summer? Like, how does your job fall? Because I know normally you're placing and working with these school districts to make sure that they have tutors or whatever they need to support the house <laughs> bill. But what are you going to be doing this summer?
4: <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, there are going to be, like, there are some schools that uh, they could, uh intersection schools, like, they go to, like, June, to the end of June, like, almost to July. With these intercession schools, like, one month off and then they're back. There's only two schools right now that I have that are going to be needing tutors and doing the house bill and whatnot. But I don't know. It could be kind of slow. So here's the best part. Normal if y'all have time. this in advance, what I can do is just take my computer and work while I'm with y'all. Sweet. I'll meet you at the bar. Mm-hmm.
0: I like the ones we went to last time and those were close to you and the lady. But I don't want to jump your turn. But Lucy, are you doing good right now? I got to check in with Count, but what's going on with you as you wrap up your end of the year bullshit?
4: You know, I'm a single lady working from home with a cat on her lap. So I feel like I'm doing the right things.
0: Lady Shathiat, how are you doing? What's going on with you in these last few weeks?
3: Uh, I've been doing really good. I was really struggling there for a little bit, but I did find out this week that I landed like the dream job for next year. So I will be leaving my current position and actually moving away a couple of hours down the road. So um, I'm like on cloud nine right now. I'm living the, the dream of planning out for next year. Um, it really, like, lifted a lot of weight off my shoulders because this year has been just so awful. And I wasn't even sure, like, how to use up the rest of my days. If I wanted to do, like, half days or give myself three-day weekends. But I was going to use all my days and just get out no matter what. But now that I have this brand-new opportunity, um, it's lifted things, and I feel much better. Um, I am a little worried about finding a place to live. Uh, that I can afford, <laughs> but it's going to be a quite a busy summer with selling our house, finding a new house, moving, you know, getting this whole new opportunity going because it is a brand new school that's opening up in the fall. And so, everything's going to be new. The staff is going to be new. The admin's going to be new. The facilities are going to be new. It's insane. My husband also got a job at the same school. So we will be working together.
0: (laughs) I am so excited for you. I really am. I think you two are going to do amazing things together. I like your husband a lot. I like, it's good. So I'm so excited for you two.
1: Yay. Thank you.
0: And last but not least, our mama with style. Bunny O'Hare, how are you doing? How's the foo-foo? How are things?
1: Um, Foo-foo is a delight. She is absolutely what's keeping me going at some points. Um, This week was kind of a mixed bag. I, on the good side, finished my last big kind of project thing that I had to do for the year Mm -hmm. and had my summative evaluation and that was fine and like, So I got a couple of big things out of the way, but then like on the crap side, there was some bullshit with my admin and I'm still a little salty about it, but you know what? Four weeks left and then I don't have to see any of them all summer. So there we go.
0: Oh, I had a quote I wanted to share with you guys that a friend told me last night and it made me so happy and it kind of went with my whole like loving all my friends and mushy on everybody, but it's a Lizzo quote and I think about it with you guys and I don't know, Lizzo and I are so much alike in so many ways. I can see it. I know, right? Uh, um, and so the quote is, my friend's circle is tighter than my pussy and just as good, too. And that's how <laughs> I feel about you guys. I mean, Aww. we're tight. You guys are awesome and amazing, just like Lizzo and me. And it's just great. So kisses to all of
3: you. oh, yay.
0: And so the teachers who left bad reviews because I talked about a white beater <laughs> t-shirt, I wonder how, like, about me talking about my pussy. So we'll see. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is from nbc news national and this title is teachers in south lake test texas asked to sign non-disparagement agreements officials added a clause to teacher contracts banning them from criticizing the school district legal experts say it's a violation of the first amendment Seven months after teachers at the Carroll Independent School District in Southlake, Texas, went public with their concerns about an administrator's advice to balance books on the Holocaust with titles that show opposing perspectives, district employees this week discovered that a new clause had been added to their annual employment contracts, listed under the headline, Non-Disparagement. You agree to not disparage, criticize, or defame the district and its employees or officials to the media, it read. Four Carol teachers, speaking on the condition that they not be named because they feared retaliation, said they were disturbed by the new contract language. Only a district that is knowingly doing something wrong would choose to silence its entire staff, one of them wrote in a text message to a reporter. I hadn't yet decided if I was going to leave, but it seems the district decided for me, another one wrote. Officials for both the National Education Association and the Texas State Teachers Association, unions that represent teachers nationally and across Texas, condemn the language as an attempt to silence teachers. This is the first time we have heard of a school district putting that language in a teacher contract. It is, re- it is a rejection of the teacher's fundamental First Amendment rights. A teacher also is a taxpayer who is entitled to criticize a public school district. My God, y'all, what are we doing for this? Ooh. I want to hear your thoughts. Tell me things. What you got?
1: I mean, it may be the first time it's been put into a contract that way, but I have known, like, long before this and in a much a much different district, like, I've known teachers get called in and get put on blast by their admin for talking smack on social media. Like, it's not – it may be, like, putting it in the contract may be a new thing, but getting – Called on the carpet for talking shit is not.
0: No. I mean, there's a reason we're anonymous when we do this podcast and I don't listen to other teacher podcasts because I don't want to accidentally or inadvertently copy something, but I'm pretty sure there are several others that also use aliases. And I think it's a good reason because, you know, there are people that are spiteful and want to get angry about it and don't like it when you speak out against them and they'll use whatever they can against you. The one thing that's good for this right now is that it's coming out at a time where it's really easy to find a job as a teacher.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If you don't like what the what they're doing, fuck them. Go to another district. They're gonna have a massive brain drain because of this. And I'm sure they've already been suffering one, but I can't imagine dealing with all the super rich, wealthy parents is worth not being able to talk and have to deal with all the shit. I mean, you hear about how the Pentagon had a brain drain under Trump because they didn't like the policies that were being enacted, so they went somewhere else. That's what's going to happen to this district. You're going to lose generations of knowledge because of this this bullshit. And it's sick, and it's sad, and it's so, so short-sighted, but it's part of the school board's decision. And this is one of those school boards that has been kind of taken over by people who have a very conservative view of what should be taught and what should not. And they don't tend to want to teach things that show, you know, what their grandparents were doing or what their parents were doing. And it's sick and it's wrong.
4: You know how, like, people are like, oh, you know, don't speak, like, religion and politics in public because it's rude and you might offend somebody. Like, that is, like, a proper way to act uh, in public. Like, why aren't schools doing that? Don't give people a reason to even start speaking, like, I don't know, but that, it also goes with the parents too, right? They come out and they're like, I'm not going to like let this be taught in my schools and whatnot.
0: It, it's just, it's a clusterfuck. Lady Shatia. do you have any f- views on this one?
3: I do. I think it's kind of one of those moments where it's kind of like read the freaking room because teachers are going through such hell right now anyway. Schools are struggling to retain anyway. And so what are they trying to accomplish here if not to hide something? Because it is common knowledge that you, you know, don't speak poorly of your employer um, or, you know, talk shit on social media. That is kind of common knowledge. I know that we do have free speech, but at the same time, there's consequences for what you say in free speech sometimes sometimes. And so why are they going through this big ordeal of changing contract language? And I don't know. I just think that they're just being really fucking idiots right now.
0: No, it's, it's there. Well, here, let me give some backstory. I talked about this before in a really rambling way. but In 2018, leaders in the Carroll school system promised and ultimately failed to make sweeping changes to address the racism in the district following the release of a video of white high school students chanting the N-word. After the video went viral, dozens of parents, students, and recent graduates came forward with stories of racist, mm-hmm. anti-LGBTQ harassment at Carroll, a majority-white district that has grown my, more divi- that has grown more diverse in recent years. Since then, conservative candidates supported by South Lake Families PAC, you know, the PAC, a group formed to defeat the diversity plan, have won a majority control of the Carroll School Board and voted to kill the plan. But I mean, this is a school district that literally got a a PAC funded by conservative money to completely change how everything's done. And it, it seems to be at the detriment of people of color and people who are LGBTQ. It's just, it's sick. It's who just put that, uh, Texas teacher, Kristen, one of our patrons who's listening right now just said there's a war on teachers right now. And it's very, very true. And
4: we all know that area, that area is just very religious with that being said, their politics are going to swing a, a certain way just because of um, you have the, the cultural background, the ethnic, ethnicity, and everything is just like the perfect storm there, right? To me, this isn't shocking, but why? Like, like why are they going to such extremes? Do you really is-
0: want my, my tinfoil hat answer on this one? Sure. My, my conspiracy theory is this is a place that has a shit ton of money, and if you can raise the kids of these rich people... With all this money to have conservative views and not teach them to have an open mind or to say it's okay to chant the N-word or that you really need to look at the positive side of the Holocaust, then these are the people who are (laughs) going to have a lot of money to back your cause in the future. It's kind of like the whole Catholic church saying we don't want you use yeah, birth yeah. control. Not because it's any kind of sin against God, but it's because they want to make more Catholics. And that's the easiest way to make more Catholics is to ban birth control. They don't care what poor people think. They don't care what the middle class thinks because middle class is too busy trying to scrape to be, stay alive right now. It's just, it's a mess. There's Why?
3: so much Earth? distrust of it teachers and education cool. right now. And so I feel like they're putting more and more and more handcuffs so that they feel like they have some kind of control.
0: Teachers are an easy lower class target because teachers are not the wealthy. Mm. And teacher, you want to control the message that's coming out of them. And there are conservative teachers out there. I know a lot of conservative teachers. And I'm always baffled in Texas when they vote for causes that are literally anti-teacher. They vote for them anyway because that's what their church told them to or that's what their neighbor wants them to do or because they're white like them. And it's just... Yeah, it's like uh, Christina Kay just said. It's money and control.
1: Teachers make an easy target because it's still a female-dominated profession, Ooh, as far yeah. as numbers. And
0: I think you're right. There is an amazing Instagram person who I follow. He goes under the name Call Me Shivy S H I V Y, and he is very pro teacher. He is amazing, and he has some great, great thoughts that he puts on there. I've shared a lot of his stuff on the on the Teacher Needs a Drink uh, Instagram page. And he is amazing. And he had something about that just the other day that we're easy targets because it's a female dominated industry. And a lot of these people, they hate females. They want to control every aspect of them. They want them to have babies. They want them to be subservient. They want to look pretty and go fuck someone. And it's just, it's crap. It's horrible and it's disgusting. But follow Call Me Shivy. He is amazing and has some great, great teacher stuff. And follow us on Instagram too
3: from the reddits posted by 13luthian4077 entitled, Students Attempting to Begin a Cult. Mm -hmm. So, Luthian says, My juniors are currently reading The Great Gatsby. They are obsessed with the green light, to the point they asked to make a mural of the green light to commemorate the scene. This morning, I arrived in class to find one student laid out on the desks with his classmates surrounding him, armed with pencils and ink pens, chanting in low, ominous tone, All hail the green light! We adore the green light! All for the green light! I just shook my head kids that's not what the book is about
0: <laughs> but i bet on the test after reading the book they're going to ask what the green light symbolizes so good for the kids man good for them i love this <laughs> i,
1: I because that sounds as, that that just sounds like something my students would
0: i love the nihilistic sense of humors that, that high schoolers and middle schoolers have where they'll find some random thing and then we'll just take it and have joy with it and it'll become their slogan And I was thinking about this in the car because I've always loved nihilistic sense of humor of just random shit being funny and just what you find joy in or what you make art out of. And then if you look at, like, TikTok now, it's all this kind of nihilistic random shit, but it's funny as hell. And if you look at the birth of, like, the nihilist movement in, what, the early 1900s, it was created in the face of just craziness of World War I and things the world had never seen before. And so people found humor in the absurd because if you can't laugh, how are you going to deal with it? And then I was thinking about what these high school kids have gone through, everything from 9-11 to two economic collapses to the pandemic to whatever the hell's going on right now. And they're just embracing and creating this beautiful nihilistic TikTok co- culture. And I see people who are just bashing. And I'm like, you know what? This is historical. This is accurate. This is a pattern. And it's beautiful. And so I live for this all hail the green light, like, it's this just brings me so much joy. It
4: brings me concern because my master's degree is in reading. <laughs> and their comprehension is way, way fucking off. So I uh I'm worried. I'm worried. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna go with what Texas teacher Kristen said. Say it's better than them destroying the bathrooms.
4: I mean, it is. Let's all be with it. But like, they can destroy the bathrooms. But they're gonna destroy their fucking lives and ours if they don't know what the fuck they're reading and understanding and then like putting it to use. I don't know. I don't know which. I think. I think mine might be a little bit worse. I'm just worried.
0: It could be worried. But my the way I choose to look at this is yes, the kids are chanting about the green light. This is the flag that they're all just hey, at least they're they're reading it. I'm assuming this is not the whole class period and the teacher is at least running with and teaching them about Gatsby and Daisy and I forget what the guy's name is. It's been a while since I've read the book, but it's good stuff. Count, what do you think about this nihilistic behavior in kids?
2: Man, if they're rallying in this together, I kind of support it just because it's something that they can kind of you know put together and they can embrace together. Um, yeah, it's better than vandalizing bathrooms. It's, it's better than a TikTok challenge where someone tries to get ballsy and hit a teacher, and then you find out that you know your uh, English teacher has registered hands as deadly weapons or something. So, I think this is just <laughs> if it's if it remains harmless, I support it. I'm good with kids loving the green light as long as they're not headed toward the white light. I'll say that,
0: <laughs> <laughs> just, yeah, lady Shatheed, what about you?
3: Oh, I love this. I think this is so fun. And it just shows that that teacher has such a great classroom culture for them to have that kind of fun and element of silliness in the classroom while they're reading literature. I mean, I had a very similar uh, thing happen last week in one of my classes where we read a piece of literature that was focused on an octopus, and then the entire class got super excited about mermaids, and we just went on and on about mermaids, and then that, you know, we got into conspiracy theories about how an octopus might really be an alien, and it just makes for a really good time and a good learning experience, and it's okay if it goes off a little bit off track, (laughs) because they'll remember it, It will, like, kind of set into their memory. They are learning, and they're learning together, which is just fantastic.
0: Now, Lucille, I get what you're saying because there are – we're losing a lot of we're we've lost attention spans too yeah we're losing comprehension
4: and i agree with everybody like i'm glad they're having fun and whatnot i just really hope that they're just joking around and they really do understand what the green light is i i I believe they do i hope at this age when they're for reading if they're reading the great gatsby then they have to be at an age where they really understand it and like they start using their critical thinking and they start like association you know doing all the the putting the context together, real life, and, like, you know, I just hope they're benefiting and still having fun at the same time. I just want them, you know, I do, I worry so, I do, I worry so much. Oh, yeah, there's definitely issues,
3: there's definitely problems with them (laughs) even being, being able to read simple instructions. They just want everything handed to them a lot of times. But sometimes moments like this just is almost like a bonding moment with the students themselves because Uh they will definitely always remember the Great Gatsby.
4: Yeah, of course, and I agree. But with me putting time and effort and money into like a, a reading a master's degree, I'm just like I really hope these kids know. <laughs> have fun, but I really hope these kids know.
0: <laughs> I think they will. But you know what? In this day and age, if you're teaching and you have a fun class, man, I'm rolling with it. Yeah, related to the subject matter, there's no way I'm gonna say you you guys stop because man, I need that joy and light in my day, and they need it to keep a class. If that's what keeps them paying attention. But we all agree with you, Lucille. We all. Okay.
4: I'm just worried.
0: <laughs> we know. And we are too, but you know what if we can find some joy? Hey guys, guess what? What what? what? Come we on. have a Patreon!
2: No that way. sounds like a great time!
0: And we do have a Patreon. For as little as 5 to $10 a month, you can join our community, and you get to hear extra bonus episodes. You get to, you know, chat with the host. You get to comment with us. We do watch parties, and we're going to do one this month. I wasn't really thinking about it, but did Mama Chicken remind me? Was it Mama Chicken? Mama Chicken, write in the comments. Is that you? I'm pretty sure it was Mama Chicken who brought it up earlier today that she wanted to do one. So we'll be doing a watch party later this month. I think we're going to go. Yeah, we're gonna do, we'll are gonna do Days to Confuse. That's great for the end of school. Yay! So Mama Chicken, we're going to do that. It'll be great. All right, all right, all right. It's going to be sweet. And then also we have this amazing Facebook group. Um, I hate Facebook, really, with a passion. I only go on it to hang out and do the Facebook group chat with all the patrons that are in there. And sometimes it'll go a few days and there won't be much. I might post something or some of the other guests in there. But, like, today there were some really great conversations. One of the patrons was talking about dating again, and so a bunch of people went in there. Another one was in there and was talking about how they were dealing with sick days and one of their friends was having a hard time. And a lot of the patrons came in and joined in the conversation. It's a very loving, supporting community. I've made some great friends out of there. There's people that I'm now regular friends with that I chat with outside of Patreon and Facebook. And I love it. So thank you guys so much. Join the Patreon. Do it now!
4: Woo-hoo! woo woo Yeah! woo Yeah!
0: Space Panties! All right. Yeah! <laughs> All right. Would you rather... Hmm. Have a family member walk in on you peeing on your partner or walk half a mile barefoot through two feet of maggots. Ew. Okay, so I've got my I've got my thought process and why here. I'm gonna repeat it one last time. So would you rather have a family member walk in on you peeing on your partner or walk half a mile barefoot through two feet of maggots? I'm going on peeing on my partner, because number one, I'm just going to say uh, they got stung by a jellyfish, or I'll say, hey, this is how we get our rock dog <laughs> the fuck out of my bedroom. And number two, at least I'm not the one being peed on, so, you know. That's- <laughs> but the bag maggots is just gross. I, I don't want to walk a m- half a mile barefoot through two feet of maggots. I- I'll give someone a golden shower. I'll let my family watch. That's their thing. So, Bunny, Lady, oh. Count, Lucille, who's
4: going? I'll go. Okay. Uh, I'll look at them and be like, you should have knocked.
0: <laughs> this is my time. <laughs> what was, what's in Happy go? This is Miss Liddy's special time.
4: I mean, like, whatever. It's a family member. Like, they have to, I mean, they, whatever. You know, it's not like a stranger where they could talk shit and whatnot and, and things can be spread. It's family.
0: Yeah. And, you know, it's your bedroom. If that's your thing, man. That's yeah, your
4: they thing. didn't knock.
0: I'd be more upset if it was, like, the guest bedroom and they weren't using a tarp. Like, hey, you're expecting me to sleep on that and you're peeing on But if it's their room, man, you do you. Yeah. Uh, lady bunny count.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Um, you said through two feet of maggots?
0: Two feet of maggots for half a mile. You're barefoot.
2: All right. So I don't have a loophole to that. So clearly, I really don't care what family member walks in on me. Honestly, like my room, like they're they're lucky there's even doors (laughs) on my bedroom. It's like who knows what you're gonna walk into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can wash that off and and scrub that. So we'll 100. We'll 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 have to take the R. Kelly approach and just. uh, (laughs) I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm going option A. Mm -hmm. Final answer.
0: Lady,
3: so I'm a hundred percent going to pee on Captain Dumas, <laughs> my husband. Because, um, if somebody walks in on that, I mean, I agree with Lucille, they should have knocked. It's my family has boundary issues anyway, so it's going to be a very uh, educational moment for them, and maybe they will respect the damn boundaries from that point
2: on. <laughs> boundary issues, <laughs>
3: it didn't say that they walk in on you
1: peeing on them in the bedroom no it said they walk in on you peeing like,
2: in the shower everybody
1: has peed in, everybody has peed in the shower at some point i don't was lie. thinking that man so, and also it just says they walk in it doesn't say like they stop and stare so you know like, like walk in they realize i'm in the shower peeing on the person and they walk back out yeah, I think they turn around and stop.
0: My view is if you're going through someone's bedroom, especially without knocking, it's like if you go through someone's nightstand and you find something personal, why are you looking through it? What were you expecting to find there? Stay the fuck out if you don't want to see what's there. All right, friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. i like to thank all of my hosts who are with me today. A big thank you to Miss Lady Shattheid good to be here it was good to have you here and also big thanks to Mr. Count Chocolate.
2: thank you for thanking me and I thank you for thanking me thank you
0: (laughs) (laughs) and a big thank you to Miss Lucille Lane
4: thank you I uh I love to be here whenever I can
0: I'm so glad and last but not least to my angel in the corner Miss Bunny O'Hare
1: it was a pleasure as always all
0: right my friends we're getting to the
1: end there's
0: there's light at the end of the tunnel take care of yourselves put a tarp down if you're peeing on your partner i love you guys so much join the patreon if you're in the patreon already join the facebook group and go in there and chat i love to make new friends all right everyone out there deep breaths deep drinks cheers
1: cheers
0: All right, my friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs Drink Podcast. If you have something you'd like to share with us, hit us up through the contact page of our website at teacherneedsdrinkpodcast.com. I'd like to thank my hosts who are with me today, Lady Shattheid, Count Chocolate, Lucille Lane, and Bunny O'Hare. I love them so much. They're some of my favorite people in the whole wide world. Anyway, um, yeah, join the Patreon if you can help support us, and really, if that's out of your range leave a review. Really, that goes a long way. Leave a review. Just talk about why you like it. It goes, I mean, people see those. And we're starting to get some traction out there. Our little, gr- our little club, our little tribe is growing. Anyway, take care of yourselves out there. Remember, therapy is usually covered by your district's mental health, by your district's mental health plan, by your health plan. Anyway, friends, I'm a little tired. I'm getting this in just under the gun, but man, we're there. All right. I love everyone. Bye. Cheers.
1: Um I'm going to be having outpatient surgery. Oh no. In July. It's nothing life-threatening or anything like that. Um Is it the boob job?
0: Are you getting those new boobs put in? Totally. <laughs> yeah. um,